It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Redskins. Your daily Washington Redskins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Every day. Every day. We welcome you to a new episode of the Locked On Redskins podcast. I'm Chris Russell. Good to have you with us after a really, really, really busy news day for the Washington Redskins on Thursday. So we're going to go in detail uh, on those particular moves, what it means, what it signifies, and everything else in between as our primary focus. And then we'll see where we're at in terms of time, uh, in terms of getting a little Redskins flavor preview for the playoff games still to come this weekend. All right, so let's start with this. So Eric Schaefer has been let go, mutually parted ways, is how the press release was titled. Um, Dan Snyder said by statement, quote, I want to thank Eric Schaefer for his work and contributions over the past 17 years. He was dedicated to the team and the organization, and we wish him all the best. Schaefer, via the statement, said, quote, I want to express my sincere gratitude to Dan Snyder for bringing me into the NFL and allowing me to be a Washington Redskin for the past 17 seasons. It was a privilege serving this historic franchise as both senior vice president of football operations and general counsel and a blessing to have worked with so many incredible people. While I will miss the players, my friends, colleagues, and the tremendous Washington Redskins fans, my family and I are excited for our next chapter, end quote. So that was from Eric Schaefer via the press release. All right, so here's my spin on this. First of all, I've talked about this often. Eric Schaefer's the smartest guy Uh, I've ever met in professional football. So uh, that's number one. Now, that doesn't mean he's perfect. That doesn't mean he's never made a mistake. He's just really smart, and he's really good with people, and I think this is going to be a bigger loss than many people in the Redskins organization might think, Um, certainly the new people, and I certainly think it will not resonate with Redskins fans because there are many Redskins fans, and perhaps rightly, that look at the last, say, 17 years with Schaefer there, 20-plus years with Dan Snyder, and 28 years overall of ineptitude, dysfunction, frustration, losing, all of that stuff, whatever adjective you want to describe and use, as, well, how good could he be if they were constantly losing? Well, the short answer is they weren't constantly losing. They've lost more than they've won, certainly. That is clear. Uh, But I think it's pretty safe to say there have been some extenuating circumstances, like the last 10 years under Bruce Allen, the years before that under Vinny Serrato, with Joe Gibbs and Mike Shanahan and Jay Gruden sprinkled in between. And for those of you that don't know what Eric did for the Washington Redskins, he negotiated contracts. He managed a salary cap. 
He maintained the back and forth and the relationship. And I'm told, and others have been told the same thing as well, that Eric was the reason why the Redskins weren't completely shunned by agents because Eric had the relationship that Bruce Allen really did not have. So there were several key things. In addition to being the main liaison to the NFL Management Council and the main, um, I guess, point person of the collective bargaining agreement and all that. What you have here is a situation where the Redskins lose a really smart person. I don't think they fired him. I think Eric, when he did not get a promotion to president, which my understanding was that there was, if not a promise, there was a strong hint or a, a understanding about a year, year plus ago from Dan Snyder, that Eric was going to be taken care of, that Eric was going to be part of the organization, that Eric was not going anywhere. And as recently as the weekend of the last weekend of the regular season before Ron Rivera officially took over, I think we had just found out that Rivera was the leading candidate. And there were national reports that emerged from Mike Garofolo, and I believe, I believe... Um, Sirius XM radio, Alex Marvez, I think it was, that said Eric Schaefer was likely to get a promotion. That was the full expectation. That has been the full expectation. That has been what has been widely thought of, that when Bruce Allen was removed, Eric Schaefer was likely going to be the president, the president of football operations, the senior vice president of football operations and GM, something. And it could have gone a couple of different ways. And now a year later, and weeks after Bruce Allen has let go, fired, Schaefer is gone as well. They mutually part ways. Now, that might be language that you're like, well, what does it matter? Is fired mutually? I mean, there is a difference. One, Bruce Allen was fired. There was no statement. There was no nothing. There was no thanking him for anything. There was get the bleep out. Eric Schaefer afforded a statement. Mutually parted ways. Not relieved of his duties like Bruce Allen was. A statement from Dan Snyder. It should tell you kind of everything you need to know about where the franchise was. Bruce Allen was fired and Dan was angry, as I said, all that Dan was angry at Bruce. What took him so long? I don't know. What I am surprised about is that when Bruce Allen gets let go, that Eric Schaefer is not part of this mix moving forward. That I'm surprised about. And here's why I think it happened. Ron Rivera was given full power, full control, a coach-centered approach, as we talked about last week. And basically, in order to keep and retain Eric Schaefer, he would have been basically promoted to president or executive vice president or something. I mean, he was the senior vice president already. And the Redskins could then not bring in, probably, the executive that they ultimately brought in and announced on Thursday as well, which we'll get to, 
On top of that, it would have been just an awkward kind of situation where Eric Schaefer and Ron Rivera, who didn't really know each other, are trying to figure each other out. And Rivera is like, well, wait a second. I want my guy here. And no offense to you, but I, you know, I know him. I have full faith in him. I know he can do the job that we need him to do. I don't know you, so am I giving you a fair chance? And if you have other teams that are coming after you or that are interested in you because a week and a half ago the story leaked that you were out and then it came and people found out that you probably weren't going to be here after the draft, why are we doing this? So I can hire my guy and we can let you go. Now, Schaefer is going to interview with a team, at least one team, as soon as Friday. I don't know which team. All I know is from what I was told by a couple of different people that at least one team has already arranged an interview, and it's believed that it's going to take place on Friday afternoon. Uh, But these things tend to be fluid and change, so uh, that's the story with that. The bottom line is this. Again, this is not a loss on the field. This is a loss in the front office, and the Redskins hope, hope that they have the right guy replacing Eric Schaefer. Maybe they do. Hopefully they do. But it's not a guarantee because I think Schaefer did much more than people realize behind the scenes, on the surface, and in every which way. And it's okay to not understand quite what he did. What's not okay is if you say, well, the reason why they were 3-13 and 13 is because of him. Or if they, if he was so good, they wouldn't have been 3-13. and Because that's incorrect. And there are people that have made that argument, and they're wrong. You can be mutually exclusive. You can be really good at your job and not be responsible for a 3-13 and 13 record. And if that's the case, we should just fire everybody. And I mean everybody, as in every player, everyone. If we're going to do that, if we're not going to separate and distinguish. Coming up next, the man who replaced Schaefer with the Washington Redskins. Some details on him next. The Locked on Redskins podcast. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked on NFL scouting podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, it is Chris Russell with you. Thanks for being with us right here on LOR. As always, you can follow me on Twitter at Russellmania621. You can follow the podcast at Locked Redskins. As well, you can read me, si.com slash NFL slash Redskins, and by subscription to Warpath Magazine. As well, you can listen to me on the radio, 1067 The Fan and the radio.com app. And don't forget our Google News Initiative updates daily, one minute and right around five minute, give or take, maybe a little less. Five minute reports on the Washington Redskins, easily downloadable. Just go to Google and say, Google, hey, Google, play me Locked on Redskins. 
or play me the Redskins. And you'll get the Locked On Redskins Google News Initiative updates that we put together again each and every weekday. And make sure you listen to completion, baby. That helps us out if you smell what I'm cooking. All right, so let's get to this. The man who replaced Eric Schaefer. The Redskins officially announcing Rob Rogers as the team's new senior vice president of football administration. So it's a little bit of a different title, but essentially he's, I think, going to do the same thing that Eric Schaefer did. Via statement, Dan Snyder. Quote, Rob Rogers is a skilled NFL executive who brings many years of valuable experience in contract negotiation and salary cap management to our front office. He has a great working relationship with Coach Rivera, and we look forward to his contributions to the Redskins. Rivera said via the statement, quote, Rob was the tremendous resource for me over the past nine seasons, and I'm excited for him to be an integral part of building something special here with the Redskins. So Rodgers was with the Carolina Panthers for 25 seasons. So Rivera inherited him. He was most recently under the title of the team's executive director of player finance and football research. Uh, in that role, he obviously worked uh, with Panthers general manager Marty Herney. Uh, and the statement says on the development of player budget parameters, roster management, contract proposals, negotiation strategies, and salary cap management. He also oversaw the Panthers football analytics department, worked on research and analysis of players' contract and statistics. So, oh, and also uh, it, it, the statement says he directly conducted the majority of contract negotiations with player representatives during his time in this role. So basically, he is a direct replacement uh, uh, for Eric Schaefer. Um, we kind of figured that uh, makes sense. Different title. It's okay. Ron Rivera knows him. Sounds like he's – I've never heard of him, honestly, until last week uh, when his name first came up. I'm sure he's a talented executive. Uh, for me, he's not Eric Schaefer, so I'm biased. I know Eric. I like Eric very much. Um, I think he's going to do great with whatever organization he goes to. Hopefully for him, he gets a chance to go home to the Cleveland Browns. That's where he's from, Cleveland. I'm sure his family would uh, love that opportunity. He's got a bunch of young kids. So I think the Redskins are going to miss him. I think Rob Rogers, uh, I'm sure, will do fine. I don't think you're going to really notice any kind of change, quite honestly, in this. Um, I think the one of the other interesting elements of this is the whole analytics department, which I would assume the Redskins are going to expand. You know, he, the press release says starting in 2013, he started working on developing efforts in analytic, analytics and football research and personnel, opponent analysis, self-scouting, along with sports science and next-gen statistics. He developed the in-house salary cap management database and also designed the current pro scouting system in Carolina um, and, you know, built out the scouting system that the Carolina Panthers would use for upcoming opponents. So Ron Rivera, obviously very familiar with how Rob Rogers works, what the system they had set up for, how they're going to transition it here to Washington. I'm sure they've had many conversations. I'm sure they understand fully how they're going to do this. Uh, and the bottom line is, is he's a graduate of Harvard University, so you know he's really smart. 
I'm sure the Redskins are not going to necessarily skip a beat in this area. I'll admit some of my frustration uh, and concern is, you know, I, I like Eric Schaefer. I know Eric Schaefer. I don't know Rob Rogers. So I'm sure he'll be great. I just don't know him. Uh, but I hope to get to meet him and talk to him and pick his brain a little bit uh, because I think it's a fascinating part of football, especially when you expand out the analytics into the salary cap management and evaluation of players. That is so important, and that is going to be even more important moving forward. All right, so coming up next, we will finish up this edition of the Locked on Redskins podcast with Doug Williams. Where's he going? Anywhere? Maybe. Just maybe. The answer's next, right here on the Locked on Redskins podcast. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, this is the Locked On Redskins Podcast. I'm Chris Russell. Good to have you aboard with us. We finish up the episode today with word on the three front office changes for the Washington Redskins and we presume there'll be more to come down the line right now Kyle Smith, Alex Santos a director of college and director of pro personnel still uh, in the building, we'll see what happens uh, with that so on Thursday in addition to the hiring of Rob Rogers, in addition to the mutually parting ways of Eric Schaefer, the Redskins also announced that Doug Williams will become the new senior vice president of player development and report directly to head coach Ron Rivera. So Dan Snyder, again, via statement, said, quote, Doug Williams is a legend with the, within the Washington Redskins franchise. He's excited about this new role and is working and, and in working with Coach Rivera, Doug is one of the most respected men in our building, and I know that he will have an immediate impact on our players. Ron Rivera via statement said, quote, I've had a chance to talk at length with Doug Williams since my arrival, and he is ready to take on this new role. We want to create an atmosphere that is all about the players. Doug will be an invaluable asset in player development, making sure that all of our players have the guidance and resources needed to be successful on and off the field. Doug Williams, as part of the statement, said after meeting with Dan Snyder, Coach Rivera, and Senior Director of Player Development Malcolm Blacken, we all came to an agreement on the vision that we have for the franchise going forward. I am looking forward to this new opportunity to work with Malcolm, and I have always ex uh, respected his work during my time with the franchise. We both look forward to working with and supporting Coach Rivera to making sure our players are prepared for life on and off the field. Of course, as you know, Doug Williams, one of the 80 greatest Redskins. Redskins ring of famer, who, of course, played here from 86 to 89, leading the Redskins to the Super Bowl title 22 in a 42-10 win over the Denver Broncos, becoming the first African-American quarterback to play in a Super Bowl and obviously to win it. So 
Good for Doug Williams, is what I would say. Now, he was the senior vice president of player personnel before today. And I have to be honest with you, because I know no other way, I don't think he was best served in that role. I don't think that was a legitimate, real, credible role. I think it was more of a title and more of a, they wanted him to be the face of friendly fire. They knew Bruce Allen, when Bruce Allen made this decision a couple of years ago, was ridiculed constantly, and the idea was for him to not talk and to just slip away. But he had all the power. Doug was asked to speak, but he had none of the power. He had influence. He had his say, but he didn't have any of the power. And the bottom line is this. Doug is a really good guy. He's a good man. I've met his family. Um, I know Doug fairly well. I don't want to say we hang out or anything like that, but, you know, Doug is a really, really good guy. I think this is a much better role for him for a lot of reasons. I think players still respect him. I think they remember what he did, know what he did, know the name. And when Doug Williams talks, they're going to listen. When Doug Williams was basically, again, by title, running the personnel department, he, look, he was watching film and he was watching practice and he was participating, but I don't know how much of the traditional work that went along with that position that Doug was doing. There's a lot of reasons for that. me saying that, uh, and without getting into too many specifics, and mostly, again... Uh, I would just say he was miscast. I would just say he was miscast. Uh, Doug Williams is a person who doesn't have to work 90 hours a week to be a part of an organization. He can work, you know, 45, 50 hours a week, whatever it is, 60 hours a week, working with players to help them to identify what they're struggling through, playbook maybe, film, little pointers, suggestions, life. In the building, how to handle yourself as a professional, how to handle yourself as a professional and a black man in a sport that you make a lot of money, but you have to make sure you save it. You have to make sure you protect your body. You have to make sure you don't do dumb things off the field. All of that Doug can help with. So I think he is much, much, much better fit for this role than the last if I'm being totally honest. So I think this is a good thing for the Washington Redskins. And for Doug Williams. Everybody kind of knew, if we're being honest, that the role that he had by title was not exactly one of authority and was not exactly being fulfilled the way most other teams would fulfill it. That sounds pretty negative, right? And I guess to some degree it is. But I hope you get my point that that wasn't that wasn't necessarily Doug, although Doug wanted more responsibilities. That was Bruce, from what I understand. Now, Doug maybe would counter that and challenge that. I don't know. I haven't had that direct conversation with him. So I apologize in advance if he doesn't like that. But that's how it was described to me by multiple people. So unless multiple people had it wrong and were out to get Doug Williams, which I don't think was the case, 
multiple people with direct knowledge basically explained it that way. So it is what it is, right? It is what it is. I mean, you want to call it a demotion. You want to call it a shift. You want to call it an adjustment. You want to call it, here's what I would call it, a smarter decision than the previous management team. That's what I would call it. All right, that's going to do it for us right here on the Locked on Redskins podcast. Kirk Cousins and the Minnesota Vikings against Kyle Shanahan and the San Francisco 49ers. Redskins fans, ugh. I don't know who you root for. Uh, You know, I'm not rooting for either guy. I want both to play well, coach well, do well. Uh, I would love for it to be a great game. I can't pick a winner. I mean, I guess I would lean more towards Cousins if I had to. Uh, But Cousins already erased the stigma last week. He doesn't have to win this game. I think it would be great if he plays well and the Vikings somehow, if they got an upset, that would be awesome. Uh, But if they play well and if they fight, if they're right there down in the wire and Kirk plays well, I think that's going to permanently erase that unfair, very unfair stigma. Very unfair stigma. And Matt LaFleur, Preston Smith, a couple of former Redskins going for Green Bay Sunday night at about 6.35 Eastern time against the Seattle Seahawks from Lambeau Field. The other games, Baltimore uh, and Houston, I'm sorry, Baltimore and Tennessee, Houston at Kansas City. Not as much ex-Redskin flavor in those games, but a little bit. All right, that's going to do it for us right here on the Locked on Redskins podcast. Thanks for being with us. Have a great weekend. I'm Chris Russell. Adios. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked on NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.